as we're going to start recording, Facebook decided to redesign. It's it's all the their apps or whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Mark, for layout content. <laughs> now I have thoughts and feelings. So, yeah. That uh, being said, we've literally just watched a video, so <laughs> we're yes. probably going to get a couple <laughs> of things wrong. But we have thoughts. Well, that's yeah. for sure. Isn't this what people tune in for? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, so before we get started, um, we do have some follow-up. So friend of the show, uh, Darren Dimitrioff, uh, messaged us, and he was like, hey, um, you guys know about the s- story of how Keynote was created, right? Uh, and I was like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, so he was nice enough to provide a link to this Quora article um, that basically explains kind of the history of Keynote and how it got created. Um, And one thing that's interesting about it is that apparently um, Keynote was created as like an internal tool for Steve Jobs to deliver his presentations Uh, because he used to use PowerPoint and really hated it, no surprise, Um, and then tried like some other third-party tools, um, but that obviously like didn't match Steve's desires. so they kind of build that like entirely for him. Um, one of the interesting parts I find of the article is that they talk about um, how important it is to, um, I think it's like ki- kinesthetic or something or ki- kinesic. Kines- yeah, kinesthetic. <laughs> there we go. Um, kinesthetic uh, communication where it not only uses like words and sounds, but also motion and movement to convey a message. Um, and that was kind of like one of the driving force behind Keynote and like all the different like transition effects and things like Magic Move and stuff like that that later were added to the app. Um, one of the other interesting tidbits is that like the way that they designed Keynote, they kind of like designed it in a way that it was like, this app cannot crash <laughs> while you're in the presentation. They really like did a lot of work to actually like make try to make sure that the app doesn't do that. Um, it probably still does crash sometimes, but um, it was kind of interesting, like, as uh, sort of a requirement for an app like this. And then they talk about how, like, all the Apple Keynotes have uh, two computers running simultaneously, one with a backup, and, like, someone behind the scenes was, like, switching the, the slides, and that, like, Steve Jobs, like, used to have, like, a custom-designed clicker um, and then they, he eventually moved on to a different one. Anyways, uh, it's an interesting story. I have no idea how like uh, how this was reported and how accurate any of this is. Um, this just seemed like someone effectively like just commenting on Quora. I don't know if this person actually worked at Apple or worked with Steve or anything like that. Um, so who knows? But there's some sources, and it's like a nice long article. So. Uh, go check it out. Yeah, I I knew that, like, Keynote was born because uh, Steve didn't like any of the other apps, especially PowerPoint. So I knew that that was uh, like the origin story, right? Why they started working on it. But uh, there's a lot of interesting uh, details here, so it's a cool, it's a cool read. Yeah. So go check it out. Links in the show notes. And uh, thanks, Darren, for the link. All right, so. Facebook decided to redesign all the things. This is an interesting product to like even comment on because it's on one side is a product that like first I don't really use and 
you know, there's there's a lot of context and stuff around the company, around the team, around what they're doing. But like, <laughs> this is one of the this is probably the biggest product ever, right? Like Facebook.com is probably the most used app, website, whatever in the world. I I assume. Um, pretty sure that's right. So it's like it's it's designed with an impact that honestly I certainly never you know never designed for. Uh, you're closer, but still not even quite there, right? Yeah, it's like like and on the lot. spectrum, like so nowhere near close. <laughs> yeah, nowhere near. This is like yeah, I never worked on a thing that had that would touch this this many eyeballs, right? Like it's. <laughs> And and for such a diverse uh, set of <laughs> should, should, my UI should designers touch eyeballs. <laughs> my UI never touched as many eyeballs, but you know, yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> what I'm talking about. Also, it's the most diverse, uh, uh, just user base. Like, like you have to design something that's going to be used by like very young hip people. Well, actually, not that hip. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to very senior generations. folks. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, actually, I think the demographic right now is like changing slightly. Right now, you know, who uses Facebook? At least from my experience in my circles, is mostly older generations. Um, but you know, and, and that is just for the Facebook side. Of course, then you have if you if you count all their other IP, you know, WhatsApp. Everyone uses WhatsApp in, in Europe. I think it's the law. Actually, um, <laughs> it's not. Uh, you know, Instagram still, I think everyone, we both use it. Um, so anyway, all of this to say that there's a lot and I understand <laughs> it's, it's not easy to design something for at, at this scale. Uh, but we can still talk about it. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, so we didn't, as we were recording this event F8 and where they, uh, you know, announced all this stuff, I think it's still going, uh, the main keynote or maybe not, but. Uh, it was today, like a couple hours ago. So there's already like a couple of videos online, like a recap on a one from The Verge. I'm gonna put links in the show notes. And so, but that's all we have, right? We just watched a couple of videos, we read some articles, and look at some screenshots. So that's the context we have. Uh, so that's where we're basing our feedback from. Yeah. Um, um, what happens when your company has a bunch of scandals about it? Like, what do you do? Like, as a CEO of a company. Like you might think, huh, maybe we should change the way we do things. Maybe we should maybe we should rebrand. Maybe we should do a new redesign, right? <laughs> like I, I think a lot of this is, hey look, shiny, different. <laughs> this is new. Um <laughs> Don't think about the other scandals. Yeah, don't please. think about it, all the other stuff. Like here. Like shiny new design. <laughs> Are you happy? Yeah, now? new design means new company, new team, new priorities, right? It's different. Now it's different. Yeah, and I think like this is what we're seeing with this redesign. Like, I I don't think they even like tried to hide it that much. It was kind of like, hey, like I know we're like not the most privacy, (laughs) well known for privacy company, but here's this new thing. Um, so yeah, like I I do feel like I don't want to give them a pass here and just be like, yeah, but what about that privacy stuff? Um. But obviously, this is a design show, so we're going to talk about the design <laughs> aspect of all of this. Uh-huh. Um, so I do think that this it is like kind of interesting, like the whole transition for Facebook to 
I don't know if it, I still don't know. Like, it's unclear to us from the outside at this point if it's just something that they're saying that they want to seem more private or if, if they actually do mean it and believe it. Uh, like, but one thing you got to hand out to Facebook is like, they are like, Facebook is a huge ship. Like, it has so many users, it has huge company. Like, they have so many properties. So many designers. So, so many, many designers. designers. Um, <laughs> and, but just, like, the way that they're able to kind of regroup and kind of, like, shift focus or, like, drive change is pretty incredible. Yeah. They move very fast for the size of the company. Yeah. and Well, but it's kind of interesting. It's like, I feel like Facebook moves fast when they need to. <laughs> and, then, and then other times, like, they move slow. Like where it's they like, want to, for example, like the Facebook <laughs> newsfeed, that just hasn't really changed for for a long time. Like they've added because the, they didn't want to change it. They added, yeah, like they added the um kind of like uh, emoji reaction things, but um, but then it like kind of like re- relatively stayed more or less the same. And I'm sure like if there's any Facebook employees uh, that are here, you're like screaming and you're like, no way. Like there's, we've added this, we've changed this, we've made a marketplace. We've... And yeah, like generally I think like there are new features being added, but compared to the scope of Facebook, like it, it just, some stuff seems like it's a little bit more on the quiet side. Like if it's not broken, like don't fix it. Um, Still, I think, yeah, I think they can move fast, but they only do when they want to. And most of the things, like, they do not want to touch it or change it because it's working, you know? So, yeah, and it's also yeah. so hard to, like, any project that is, like, hey, like, design something for billions of people, it's, like, massive scale. Like, there's, mm-hmm. no, there's no small project, right? like, at this scale. Um, but, like, I think it is really impressive, like, the last few months where it's, like, okay, Facebook's getting all these candles, they're having to like respond to all of those and like having like the different hearings and stuff like that, doing all the interviews, uh, like kicking off potentially like this new redesign. Like I don't, I don't get the feeling that a lot of this thing predated the, um, some of these scandals. Like it seems like a lot of that Mm -hmm. stuff would just like kind of happened in the last few months. Um, Mm -hmm. And they just kind of did it like, and you know, the result is something that feels competent. Like it feels like it's executed in a like at least decent way. Um so they did the big reveal on stage and no there were no staples flying around uh <laughs> the stage. But um it was a pretty cool announcement. They did redesign their logo. Yeah, so they've been redesigned the logo. Um, it's a circle now. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Whatever. Like I think <laughs> like they wanted a redesign. They want to redesign their logo to to appear modern and different and new, uh, but also they can't redesign their logo because they're Facebook. So like, well, what is the least amount of change that we that would that would qualify for like a logo, like a new logo, you know? And well, just change the pounds instead of a square. It's a circle. Okay. Yeah, I think they did Do also that. change the actual color of the logo to be like a more vibrant color and then on the the actual facebook page there's a slight gradient uh on the yeah logo. i was looking at that it, it, yeah i wasn't sure because i have like a low res screenshot but yeah yeah well i think they succeeded this is honestly it's like sure if you need a new logo yeah okay <laughs> yeah i also think they did a good job it, 
like a lot of this and i think the subtext um it's kind of like the elephant in the room with this redesign it's like oh like they they got the messenger people to redesign facebook <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i see a lot of influences from messenger and um also instagram like it's i feel like the app is obviously like much more straightforward and like simple than the instagram one but it's kind of like punching it up a little bit like making it more instagram um and more vibrant more colorful um and i think they yeah i think i feel like they nailed it like it makes facebook feel more fresh and less like and also, a, this that's, old company and that's where they they should bring uh, inspiration and like lessons learned from right i think messenger is probably a messenger and instagram is it's the best design you know that they in the company at least you know for a lot of reasons but sure like especially messenger in where they did have more i think it was a more forgiving product it's like to try and experiment a little bit more well they destroyed messenger before redesigning it so that always helps (laughs) that does help (laughs) but you know what i mean like uh you know if if messenger functions or things are in a different place than they used to it's not that big of a deal especially when you compare it to like oh newsfeed on facebook.com is now different you know right um so now i feel like this is a coat of paint but it doesn't feel like like anything has fundamentally changed do you agree or am i like just i'm looking at the screenshot and i'm not seeing the differences um See, this screenshot, I have no idea what I'm looking at here. This looks more like a dribble post. Actually, yeah. <laughs> That's and, what I and, thought. Of course, I actually I... saw someone at work that had it on their computer. And I was like, oh, is that a dribble redesign? I'm like, no, this is an actual redesign. I was like, what? <laughs> like, uh, so I think the whole thing is like that they want to focus more on groups uh, than on than, than the news feed. Um, and so that's like groups are the main star of this redesign, the main focus. And so on the left side sidebar, uh, that's like, that's the first thing you see, you see all of your groups in the screenshot. You have two, (laughs) I, I'm going to assume like, actually I have no data, uh, but again, assuming people, most people will have more than two groups, (laughs) right? Uh, I don't know how this will scale, um, but like that's what you see, and then you still have the newsfeed in the middle. So like everything is still in the same place, kinda. Um, I don't know how that would change. Like, I is the algorithm gonna change? They're gonna show more like group stuff and not just newsfeed. Unclear. Um, I wonder if um, like in this in this screenshot they have no ads, which I don't think is. I haven't logged into Facebook. Actually, I deactivated my account a while back now, but I don't. I don't know how it is right now, but I'm pretty sure you had a bunch of ads. <laughs> um, there's none in this uh, screenshot, so also I don't know what to think of that. Um, I, I like their emphasis on, like, it looks like almost every icon or button or stuff, like, it's they have different background, like, more contrast with the background. Like, it's not just floaty icons or floaty text that you can click on. That I think there's accessibility-wise, it's more clear what you can, what is an interactive element or not. Um, so I like that, but at the end of the day, it, I don't know. Do you think, do you think people would be super confused? And by people, I mean, you know, think of older folks, <laughs> an older demographic that, you know, I think they, they learn how to use these websites and stuff, not because their design is amazing, but because they learn how 
they just le learn that's where you click to do this. Right. And if you move stuff around, uh, I don't know. I would be terrified to ship a design like this, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like people are going to hate it. Like no question about it. Like, people, but, the, but the same way that people like dislike the current redesign and they, the same way that they dislike the redesign before that. Like just people hate that change, especially at a scale of Facebook. I think like this is kind of trying to play it safe. I think like there's not a ton here that seems like it's groundbreaking. It's still keeping a lot of things in the same spot. Like even mm -hmm. the groups are kind of in the same spot, like top left, like also in current Facebook. Um, yeah, like I don't like I'm not worried about this redesign basically too much like it seems like it's pretty safe like it's a new coat of paint like everything looks cleaner and more fresh um mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem that it's rocking the boat too much um one thing that's interesting though like you kind of touched on like the no ads thing um and that just like reminded me of do you remember the old facebook redesign like the one the newsfeed redesign I guess I don't know if it, it was officially it like never the shipped. News. Yeah, well, it sort of did, but not in the way that it was announced. <laughs> um, it was like the one with uh, Wilson Miner and like all basically like all the all the designers we know and love. <laughs> um, that basically like redesigned Facebook, and then it was kind of a disappointment because when they actually tried to ship it, people didn't get that you, they there wasn't like a clear search field and like the sidebar was like kind of hidden and buried and like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I, I wonder if the same thing might happen here. Like this is, this seems like this is what the designers want. Now let's see how much of this make it, makes it through. <laughs> um, and there might be some changes like in this time that, that, that this actually ships. Uh, they've also, I think Zuckerberg also mentioned like this, it will take a little bit longer for the website to uh, roll out uh, the changes so we'll have yeah. to wait and see about that um, one thing that I, that I think is like probably going to be the hardest element I think or like the boldest change is uh, do you see the add post sort of button that's kind of floating up in the, yeah. the screen like I'm not sure about that like this doesn't kind of doesn't look like a field kind of doesn't look like a button um I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that actually changes by the time this ships. I'm assuming that would post uh, on the newsfeed. So maybe that the emphasis, you know, just that's, you know, that's, that's the goal <laughs> to not have, not incentivize people to post on your newsfeed more like, you know, go to your group or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I think the, Interesting, I, at least the parts that I love the most of this redesign is um, the profile screen um, and the um, events, events page. Yeah. yeah, like events are the one reason why I use Facebook. I host an event and I like have all my things uh, like posted on Facebook because uh, it's honestly like this is where people are and this is where people, how people learn about the events. And the new event description page looks awesome. Like it's really like nicely designed very clean very simple but just kind of feels modern like i, I really like it uh same and, and i wonder like i don't know if you still feel this i don't know because you haven't been designing marketing pages 
I think, for a while. But like when I look at this, it's like, ooh, the quote unquote client would never approve this because above the fold, you know, it's like because it's a very tall heather uh, with like the, you know, like in this screenshot, it's a pretty big uh, browser window. But like, I really want to use this as like proof that, hey, no, 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 people can't scroll. Don't worry. Like we, you can have a, a tall heather and like kind of not hide, but like have just content below it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's an, it's interesting. Uh, also, it's interesting that like everything else from the, from where you're coming, if you're coming from uh, the homepage, like you lose all, you lose the top bar, you lose all the sidebars, you lose everything. So I wonder how that navigation even happens because you do have like a little, it's like a, like a little pull tab thing on the top left next to the logo. I don't know like how you navigate back because there's no like back button or no clear, you know. Yeah, I mean, it item. feels like we're not even seeing the full screen here, right? Because like even the browser is like kind of cut off. So I don't know if it's just a back button or if it's a search box or something. It would be weird that it would hide everything, like even your settings. Yeah. And I, I feel know. like this is one of the things that's is probably not going to ship. Like <laughs> it's probably going to change a lot and potentially have the full bar all the time. Um yeah, so overall, I mean, honestly, like huge kudos to designers working on this. Like I don't know if this is a huge team that worked on this or a small but mighty team <laughs> that basically was tasked with redesigning the whole product. But that at Facebook scale, it's certainly like an incredible accomplishment. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this rolls out. I think the reason why they're shipping mobile first is that they're much, much closer. They're basically updating the the top bar to not be blue and be white instead, and then they're good to go. Uh, <laughs> on the web, it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge, but um, I think they can do it. And uh, yeah, like it, it just feels very, yeah, it feels very modern. Like uh, it seems like a lot of stuff is kind of iOS inspired a little bit. And I don't know if it's just like kind of trendy, but I think it's just a trend, you know, uh, large, big, you know, fat Heathers. And <laughs> uh, I think that's just the way the way to go on like just how you organize in the content hierarchy on mobile i think yeah so yeah it does feel modern and i think honestly they like oh we want to bring big focus on groups and yada 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 like sure that might be true but i don't think that that was like the brief for this redesign this redesign is like hey this kind of has to still work the way it does because it's facebook and we can't just change the products because uh you know the the risks are too high, but we need to feel modern and we need to feel like it's different. And, you know, cause we're trying to shake that, you know, these, all these candles and dramas and like, just distract people, make it look better, make it look good, have people on podcasts, talk about it, stuff like that. <laughs> and I think <laughs> for that, they succeed. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Ship it. Cool. Um, they also introduced a um, messenger client for the Mac. Mm. So that mm-hmm. will be interesting. I don't have that many messenger conversations, but um, still appreciated. Do you think it's going to be Electron? It has to be, right? It has to be. I mean, Facebook has React. It could be a Marzipan thing. I mean, honestly, if, if a company would have access to, like, to Marzipan by now, we're kind of close to WWDC. 
a company like that would be could be Facebook. So, and since they already have all the like the app written for uh, iOS, this would be an amazing case study for like a Marzipan thing. So they might be on stage, but not really because they're Facebook and I don't think things are going very well with Apple. But anyway, uh, so but I I feel, I feel like your whole thinking is right. The only problem is like that they showed it now. <laughs> like I don't think Apple would want them to show it now. Well, but they, you know, they don't know Maybe. how it's made. Maybe. So I think, it, you know, it is an app that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just looking at the, the brief just screenshot that was shown on stage, I can't tell. Because also marzipan apps are so weird, right, that they could also be, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anything else on the Facebook thing or, you know? <laughs> I think that's about it for me. All right. So why don't you tell us about uh, about our sponsor this week? All right. Let me tell you about Abstract. Abstract is design workflow management for product teams using Sketch. The workflows and tools available to growing design teams are still largely behind the times, especially when you compare them to the tools that are used by our developers. We spend a frustrating amount of time searching for files, exporting them from one tool and importing them into another consolidating feedback from multiple sources, and frankly, never really knowing what changes have been incorporated and approved. Abstract is your team's source of truth. So it's kind of like GitHub, but for designers. It brings all of your design workflow into a single unified place for designers, developers, and stakeholders to collaborate and keep work moving forward. With Abstract, you can version design files, present work, request reviews, collect feedback, and give developers access to all specs all from one place. In just two years, Abstract has already over 100,000 users and is used by companies like Intuit, Zappos, MailChimp, Shopify, we use it, we love it, uh, and thousands of others. Um, I can't imagine uh, how we would manage our design system Polaris without Abstract. Um, like we have hundreds, I think close to 100 designers like working on uh, different things. Like it just would not be manageable without Abstract. Um, so, um, Abstract just released public sharing. Um, so basically people now, like they don't even need an account to be able to share your design comps. Um, so it's super useful to just like share out this link to literally anybody and kind of be able to get some feedback. So if you're interested, you can sign up your team, uh, for free 30 day trial by heading over to abstract.com. Uh, and, and if you tweet at them at go abstract, um, and mention us, so at layout FM, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $500 credit to your business plan. So you'll definitely be the employee of the month. Uh, so our thanks to abstract for sponsoring this week's episode of layout. Uh, what do we talk about now? Oh, um, do you want to talk about that star Wars trailer? Um, I think you mean teaser or teaser. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, what is the difference nowadays? Yeah, we can talk about it. You can talk, we can talk about it. Do you have thoughts? Do you have feels? Of course, I have thoughts. Of course, I have feels. Okay, pause, 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 pause. Now, when you say uh, pause, <laughs> no one gets that reference. I know. Um, Okay, this is actually Rafa from the future, like 40 minutes in the future. We just spent This is 40 Force minutes. Ghost Rafa. Force Ghost, yes. Force Ghost Rafa are here. I'm all blue right now. Um, uh, I just want to say that we just spent 40 minutes talking about this two-minute teaser. So we decided to move this 
to the end of the episode because some people i'm surprised but some people don't care about movies or they don't listen to this podcast for that i understand so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna we're gonna jump ahead because magic of editing we're gonna get to recommendations do the outro and then i'm gonna insert this whole star wars conversation at the end so kevin do you have recommendations for this week i do yeah um so my recommendation this week is a new typeface um and it's called frustro (laughs) it's kind of hard to pronounce uh but it's this actually like really interesting typeface that is a 3d like forced perspective um so you kind of have to look at it maybe uh rafa you can like update the show art um so people sure can, like just glance down and look at it uh and there's multiple different versions that you can layer on on top of one another and create like some really cool effects um so yeah i just thought this is a this cool is typeface crazy. um i feel like i spend so much of my time now like just not thinking about typeface because hey designing something for ios it, like you go <laughs> san francisco and designing something from shopify you go shopify sans um that's actually nice, like for me to actually like get back into typography. Um, and this is like a really interesting one. Like they have some great kind of like lockups of how the typeface can be used. So if you're ever looking for a cool typeface for a logo or something, a poster, uh, then go check it out. It does look super crazy and cool. Uh, what nice. about you? Nice What's your recommendation? So my recommendation is a Mac app. Um, and it's called clean shot and it's just like a better way to take screenshots on your Mac. If you, if you find yourself taking a lot of screenshots, this is like just a screenshot tool on on steroids. Right. Um, so it's, it's 19 bucks and you install it and it's going to override the native, uh, screenshot, uh, keyboard shortcuts. Right. So actually you don't have like to do any setup. Uh, but like it, it makes it has a bunch of cool stuff. Like you can take a bunch of uh, screenshots and it's going to overlay like that floaty UI thing, so you can just quickly act on them. Which it's very similar to what you currently have uh, since Mojave, but uh, like you can just stack them. You can take multiple screenshots, act on them, just copy to the clipboard or save them or whatever. Uh, you can also do uh, things like automatically hide your desktop items uh, when you're taking screenshot because that's I never want to screenshot my items, and sometimes I have to move them around because I still want to get the background or something. Right. Um, you know how when you do like Command Shift Four and then Spacebar, so you can like take a screenshot of one particular window. Yeah. Um, with this tool, you can also have more um, more options. Like you can include the like the background. Like it just makes for a very pretty screenshot. Of, oh, nice! Of, uh, yeah, I love that. It's super cool. Um, and, uh, uh, you can also do like, uh, you can also just, uh, blur and, um, like redact certain parts of the, of a screenshot, like text or like sensible nice. information or something. Um, so it's just, it's like, it's, if you use, if you take a bunch of screenshots on your Mac, this will make them just a bit better, <laughs> look a bit nicer and just have more, uh, tools. So, uh, that, that is it. I have a question. Screenshot. Can you drag the image into Slack? And it just works. Uh, absolutely, you can. Because uh, you—that's so. the thing that's driving me insane. Like you, there—you still have the native preview in macOS, 
but you can't drag that to Slack. Slack doesn't work. That is true. Yeah, no, you can you can totally drag that uh, to Slack, uh, just from the little floaty thing. Um, but uh, so uh, by the way, if you if you don't want to get this app, uh, a nice uh, way around that is you can right click and say copy the clipboard and then in Slack just paste it hmm. using the native thing. Hot tip. <laughs> Hot tip. All right, uh, that is it. Uh, we do have a couple of shout-outs this week. So shout-outs to Tim Bent, Reaver, Darren Dimitrov, uh, and Alberto Orsini, uh, again, for uh, getting in touch with us and uh, giving us feedback and stuff. And uh, then you can you can get in touch with us uh, and get a, sh- a shout-out next week uh, by tweeting at us. We are at Layout FM. I am at Rafa Hari, and Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can find the show notes for all the things that we mentioned uh, in this episode on our website. That would be layout.fm. Uh, you can also find links for every other episode and links to subscribe and all the good stuff. Um, uh, this show is part of the Spec FM network. So if you're looking for more stuff to listen to, uh, check them out at the website. That would be uh, spec.fm. And uh, lastly, this sh- this episode was uh, sponsored by Abstract. Um, again, go check them out. They're abstract.com. Super cool domain. They're a tool that uh, both of us use and you should do too. Um, so again, abstract.com. Check them out. Uh, tweet at them. Go abstract and lay out in the same tweet, and uh, you can get a answer a chance to win five hundred dollars uh, credit to their business plan. So our thanks to abstract, and our thanks to you for listening. And now go listen to that Star Wars segment right after this. So cool. Bye. <laughs> Bye. of the skywalker <laughs> the rise of skywalker <laughs> right right <laughs> damn it <laughs> so close so close of skywalker uh okay oh my god okay <laughs> so th- this teaser starts with ray in a desert planet is this tatooine is this jakku is this a familiar, new desert planet how many desert planets are there why are we always in a desert planet <laughs> i feel like okay right off the bat uh, this trailer s- starts off on the wrong foot like the, okay c- can you name what the number one thing that people blame jj for with the first movie lens flare no that people don't like in the first star wars because it was name. too similar to New yeah Hope. yeah like the one complaint that people had about your movie is that it was too similar to the first one why the hell are you doing the exact same thing in the teaser trailer He's doing the same thing that he did with his first movie. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> right honestly, away, I so, was like on on edge. <laughs> yeah, I I really didn't want to go through just like scene by scene. It, it, this is a two minute trailer, so it's not you know there's not a lot, so we can do it. But uh, like overall thing, um, the overall theme and and just you know just feels that I got was like it feels like JJ is like all right, Ryan Johnson, thanks. Um, Thanks, I hate it. You know, like thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the last Jedi. Thanks for but, ruining my toys. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this should go on that. You know that subreddit? Thanks, I hate it. It's amazing. 
I've it's, never heard of this oh before. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. It's amazing. Uh, links in the show notes. Anyway, so that was my impression. Like, <laughs> JJ was like, thanks, I hate it, Ryan Johnson. Um, so Ray is rocking her original, uh, like, attire. Because um, she had a new one on The Last Jedi. Like, not anymore. So she's back to uh, her original look. And she is back with her, like... Uh, lightsaber the luke's lightsaber but it's been like patched up or something um yeah it looks like yeah it looks a bit different uh and you know back on a desert planet back on a lot of things uh the the uh kylo's i don't know if he did it himself but like he got his mask back so it's like no 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 back to the original (laughs) i want to have a mask again because that was the whole thing about the last jedi like going against you know subverting expectations and going against some of the things set up by by uh the force awakens so this whole teaser trailer is like no actually we're gonna go back to the original ideas uh thank you very much and (laughs) i don't know i don't know if that's a good idea i don't know if that's fair i don't i just hope that it feels it feels intentional it feels cohesive and not just like uh i i don't want this movie to ignore the last jedi right like i that's my number one fear um but so yeah (laughs) yeah i mean they can pretty easily undo all the things (laughs) that happened unlike like um other than the killings i i hope i sincerely hope that um like phasma and um what's the other guy like the older guy in the robe i'm liking out anyways forgettable snoke uh Snoke, yeah, there you go. Um, they're probably those are probably not coming back, but anything else I think is on the table, definitely for this. Like it seems, it like it seems clear and clearer that it, you know, <laughs> Ryan Johnson and JJ might have different ideas for how things should be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's as bad as what people think, uh, and we can talk certainly talk about the title afterwards. Um. I don't think it's necessarily going to be like a complete like 180 degree change, but it like this trailer certainly makes it seem like, yeah, like a lot of the ideas we had with the first one, like we like those. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, also, the, the, I mean, there's, there's more. It's not just a, a raised costume and, and, and Kylo getting his mask back. Uh, it's also like the title in itself, you know, like, like Rise of Skywalker, of course, I'm, I'm sure after we see the movie, everything's going to be clear and we're going to, we're going to get it. But right now that as the title, like Rise of Skywalker, of course, I think the, the most obvious thing you're going to assume is like, oh, Luke is, you know, Luke is the last Skywalker that we know of. Uh, is he like, he's totally dead, right? Like he died last, last movie. So um, I don't know if you also got this, but like, I am getting hints at like maybe Rise of Skywalker because Rey is a Skywalker, which I really, really hope they don't do that because that was the whole thing about The Last Jedi. Like, no, Rey, it doesn't matter who your parents are or whatever. It That doesn't matter. Like, just whatever you are, like, own who you are. It doesn't matter, like, heritage or genes or just, you know, none of that matters. Uh, and I think it was pretty cool because like why do you have to assume that she has in order for her to be powerful she has to be a skywalker um right so i really hope that they don't go that way 
I also hope that they don't go that way because it's like, does everyone, does all these movies have to be related like somehow? Like, <laughs> um, but I, I like, I certainly do hope that in this movie we actually do get a backstory for Ray that it's not nothing because I think there's an interesting like character arc with Kylo where like Kylo maybe lied to Ray because he wanted her to believe that mm. like she was just abandoned and she's a nobody so maybe her parents like are someone like are people that are relevant and that like have like a story or something that they have to add bring to this i don't think they but need to they're be not relevant, necessarily right? but it's not necessarily luke or leia or whatever well i guess not leia obviously but um, i think they don't the parents don't need to be relevant and i think it was cool like in the force awakens we we have we we had a, a flashback scene like a dream flashback scene with uh, ray as a little kid being abandoned by her parents in, in jakku um and the whole thing of course that i think so i think jj was thinking like he had something right he was trying to lead us somewhere uh with that scene and like he certainly made us intrigued by like ray's parents like who are they why did they abandon her like what happened so that would feed into this theory that she has to be a skywalker or someone like you know powerful in the force um in the last jedi like i i liked what ryan johnson did like no 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 never mind that like and also it's compare that with uh ben solo right like kylo has a powerful lineage and like he comes from a powerful family in the force and all and like and he still gets you know defeated by ray in a way uh so it's like anyway i like that subversion of expectations and i like it and i hope jj just doesn't like undermine the whole thing completely but, but what i meant was like it'd be interesting to hear oh actually ray's parents like had to abandon her because like they got i don't know like take like maybe they got taken away for something or they mm. had to escape or maybe they're like maybe they're bad people i don't know like maybe they're well not rebels because rebels are actually the good people but um <laughs> that you know i don't know like have them have like an interesting backstory for like why was she abandoned like most parents don't abandon their child like <laughs> you know like uh-huh. i i feel like that kind of would be interesting and it doesn't have to be that she is luke's daughter it could be something completely different but i think it would be interesting for her to like find find out more about her parents and then like that can serve as a driving motivation for her to like keep doing what she's doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay that's that's interesting should we do you want to go uh, scene by scene just like uh yeah so uh the desert scene obviously too similar to the other one um like there's something something that i wonder it's like how did she land here because she's basically like in the middle of the desert on her own facing like the this i don't know i don't think it's like actually a tie fighter it's whatever yeah, it's one of the smaller is. versions yeah um but like what like what is she doing there and she's just like basically waiting for this encounter to happen like, yeah I don't know, maybe, uh, she's, maybe yeah, they, she's, so, they so set each other up on a date or something i don't know <laughs> yeah she was probably being chastened by this tie fighter because by the way we have a, a shot of like just dark gloves piloting but we can't we don't know if it's kylo or just 
stormtrooper or whatever. Um, she's just, yeah, she's a. Uh, by the way, uh, pretty sure that, like, pretty confident that this scene will make the the cut. Like, it's not going to be in the movie. There's a lot of these, especially with JJ. They have like special scenes just for the trailer. So I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't make the cut and it's not yeah. in the movie. But it's a super cool shot. So we actually, before even opening the desert, we start with just breathing. That's all you hear, heavy breathing, which I think it's also been a theme in all Star Wars trailers. You've seen uh, Finn in this, uh, The Force Awakens when he like just wakes up in Jakku and like, you know, it's heavy breathing yeah. as well in the desert. Um, the Last Jedi, I'm pretty sure I had also like a breathing scene. I Actually, I forget. Anyway. So it's pretty, it was, it was a classic thing. Start with breathing, heavy breathing. You can only see her face. You don't know what she's looking at, but she looks worried. She looks like focused and like, you know, ready to, <laughs> ready to, to engage and attack, whatever. Uh, and then she <laughs> has this pretty cool backflip, which also, can we just talk about that backflip? Because it's not just Holy a shit, jump. that's amazing. It's not just like a backflip. She is, she runs and she Picks up momentum and it's like, sure, no human could jump, like make that jump. <laughs> she's she's <sighs> definitely a Jedi, like it's a Jedi jump, but it's not that like irrealistic Jedi, just completely unnatural movements from the prequels. Like this is a believable Jedi jump, if that makes sense. And it looks super awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, no, I think that was great. Um. So What's then next we scene? next scene we see it's a bunch of like just a quick uh, shots, but we see a uh, Kylo like in a dark. There's some red light lighting. Uh, I don't know. He he like tackles a guy <laughs> with his lightsaber and like stabs him with the little things coming cross out guard. like sideways. Yeah, there you go. So it's like, hey, see these cross guards uh they're not oh i don't know triggered series yeah this is this is like the rev the revenge of jj <laughs> like, <laughs> like, see, see they're useful yeah <laughs> it was like ray yeah she has a backstory take that <laughs> but it looks the, super that, cool uh, that kylo ren's mask it's cool okay <laughs> but man it is cool actually i have to give him that like yeah. i i completely i like i love the not only the mask on the force awakens but the like the voice enhancer or whatever yeah. like the voice distortion thing in the last in in the force awakens it just he sounds so menacing it's yeah. amazing i i always love that that little effect and in the last jedi they totally changed that like the, it's it didn't sound as like bassy and like as yeah. menacing as it did in the Force Awakens. So I really hope that they bring that back. Not only the mask itself, but that voice, uh, voice. Uh, you know, it's like a, when you're trying to conceal your identity. <laughs> you know, like an <laughs> yeah. interview. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna finish what you started. I <laughs> I love that. Oh, I wish they yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, and yeah, that, so repairing the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we see um, Poe and Finn still hanging out together. Mm-hmm. This looks like a As, album, uh, like photo shoot, like for his for their band. Like they're yeah, just basically. hanging out in the rocks. Here I am. They're just they're just best buds. Poe looks awesome. His new attire looks awesome. He has like a little scarf. He's he's like a Indiana Jones 
you know, in yeah. the desert type thing. Looks dope. Yeah, no, and I'm so glad to kind of like have these characters back. I think I've heard some sort of rumblings that it's it's bringing the group back together. Because um, mm. in the Last Jedi, they were like everyone was kind of split off on their mm. own, and this is kind of like okay, like yeah, like the crew is back together. You know, we're ready for that last um, adventure. Mm-hmm. So that's really you kind of nice. need that, right? You need to pull them apart, so then it just feels so much better when they they yeah. Finally, I think back our our, our only problem with uh, with the last Jedi is like <laughs> you can pull them apart, but when you're you're putting them on um, uh, what's that planet? Uh, I wanted to say Calypso, but um, the last one, the salt one. No, the casino planet. Oh, like I sort of Monaco forget. type planet. Yeah. I had it and I just, I just lost it. Anyway, oh, um, scene just don't take them to like a stupid no. side quest. Um, but anyways, oh well. Uh, now they're back. Uh, we also get the obligatory shot of um, BB-8 and this new droid, which I'm forgetting the name of. Um, I think John Syracuse was saying on um, on Jesus, uh, uh, my memory is so bad today. Incomparable? Uh, on yeah, on the incomparable that uh, it seems like the budget for droids just keeps going down and down. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is an even more limited droids, but uh, he looks pretty cute. Um, so yeah, I like it. It's like kind of a kind of a dog style. <laughs> droid but it's to totally BB-8. just a wheel. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's, it is, but it kind of looks like a dog. It's so um, small. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then we see a shot in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, with Chewie and surprise, surprise, guess Lando who's back? back? Lando's back. Um, and I actually like when I saw him. I actually was pretty excited. Like he seemed yeah. like generally happy. <laughs> um, and it's like, oh, like yeah, it is cool to see Lando back. Um, I still got the the sense of. Oh, there we go. Like, we're bringing in all the last votes. Like, is there anyone on the list that we still haven't brought back? Like, just, just check your list because they will all be back. Um, this is the last <laughs> chance. I, I I was really happy to see him. Uh, and, of course, Billy D. Williams is back. Uh, I don't know if you've been following, but, like, ever since they announced uh, that, st- that it was going to be new, a new Star Wars trilogy and, you know, when they announced uh, that... Uh, Harrison Ford and you know Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher they're all coming back uh, Billy Dee Williams was very vocal on Twitter saying like hey I'm not like part <laughs> of this but I really want to so hey Disney if you want me like I'm available I'm totally down right. and so so seeing him like he is back I think it's it just it feels awesome and also I think it makes sense to have him back now uh for a couple of reasons like well sure now there's no han so like there's there's a vacancy right for someone to to have this character this like pilot old school character character in the millennium falcon but also because we had solo so like the character you know it's 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 i'm i don't want to say popular again because it never stopped being popular but you know uh uh donald glover did a good job and like kind of you know reinvented not reinvented but like brought lando back and so i think now um this is the time this is the time to bring him back and it's good good to see him lando's just the coolest yes like can we all agree on this like yeah yeah. where where is my standalone lando movie like i want to see that Um, (laughs) right lando's awesome um 
so yeah, it's really good to have him back. Um, I, I think I heard someone say on a podcast that um, in like one of the like first trilogy uh, that Lando says to uh, to Han, uh, like one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get my ship back, and then Han mm-hmm. says over my dead body, and it's like kind of you know uh, kind like of dark, but okay. bittersweet, but also <laughs> right. you know kind of yeah. makes sense like within given everything that happened so yeah i'll i basically give this a pass like i'm i'm just happy i know this is probably fan service and also actor service i guess uh <laughs> um but i'm I was genuinely happy for this um then... then we see a bunch of shots like be, our heroes being chased in the desert by like some cool scooters <laughs> or whatever <laughs> uh and we also see uh pod racing C-3PO, yeah, no, that's pod racing. Uh, we don't see R2, but we do see uh, C-3PO, which is kind of cool Like to see him in the middle of the action because yeah. this trilogy, uh, for all the good reasons, but uh, C-3PO was like pretty much on the sidelines, right? We haven't seen him much because, you know, we have no droids to care about, uh, but, but he's back in the action and being shot at. So I'm pretty sure he's going to uh, complain about, but, you know, He's actually really happy just to be around. <laughs> then uh then we see some like weird artifacts. Someone's holding a thing. I don't know what that is. I don't know if you do. And we see oh. uh we see Carrie Fisher again. We see her um and this is not a CGI, you know, uh CGI version of Carrie Fisher. This is actual uh like footage that they had from The Force Awakens. I I think that's um I think that that's what they what they said yeah uh, and this just adds to you know like the uh the thing with jj abrams and ryan johnson like that rivalry between the two it's like you know what i'm gonna use footage from my movie <laughs> not from yours <laughs> um and this also probably informs the the choice of wardrobe for ray uh and kind of explains why she's oh, not using the new uniform and kind of reverts back to the old one See, uh, I haven't thought of that. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yes, because this scene. So, just from the trailer, we only see the scene: uh, Leia and and Ray uh, hugging, and like, pretty sure this is footage from that scene when when after Han dies and and when Ray is back, uh, they hug. Yeah. Right. So it's it's from that. So I'm pretty sure they're reusing footage from that. I I'm really curious to see. Like, they clearly that can't be the only footage that they're going to reuse because. How do you like? We're gonna have it a proper send off. Like, yeah, like yeah. It's like, oh, hi, Leia. I'm gonna hug, and this is the last time, right? You're gonna go away or die or something. Like something else needs to happen. <laughs> I'm pretty curious to see what they're gonna do there. Um, and also, it looks like I don't want to see like a dreamlike sequence, but it's very glowy. That whole scene. Yeah, and maybe it just contrast with the desert scenes, but. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a dream sequence. I don't know if that's like a flashback or something. I see some lens flares. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it, you know, it, it does look off uh, somehow. Um, so that happens. And then and then we have this super cool shot. They're in this windy planet, whatever. And they <laughs> the whole gang is together uh, looking super cool. And they, they can see uh, like a destroyed... Uh, uh, Death Star, which I'm assuming is the second one. <laughs> uh, so 
and after you know they look at the Death Star, and right after uh, we see uh, the, the it cuts to black, and we hear the Emperor's laugh. And of course, we we have all this after uh, there was like this shot with just text that said, "No one's ever really gone," um, so the Emperor isn't gone. It was very interesting. Is he just just like the Death Star is like ruins somewhere? He was just he's been hanging out laughing. I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for like year for like forty years or whatever thirty. Um, it's interesting. Very interesting. What do you what do you make out of that? What what do you think? What do you think is going on here? I don't know. I'm not really a theory person. <laughs> um, that's more of your <laughs> your job. But um, yeah, I think it's an interesting choice. Like again, we were talking about the list of characters to bring back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, definitely one on the list. Um, so yeah, I guess like it makes sense because they got rid of like the bigger bad mm-hmm. person. Uh, I don't want to say bad guy, but like, um, so they have to find someone that's more epic, more bad than Kylo, because Kylo's actually like pretty terrible at being a bad guy. So I, I think like it makes sense. Like you need to escalate this. Um, one thing that's kind of interesting is that like this idea that the Emperor is the ultimate bad person <laughs> ever in all the Star Wars. Kind of. It kind of seems like yeah. it. So I don't know how I feel did, about that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, on one hand, I think it's interesting that it's like, there's not always a bigger and bigger villain that it's like, that was it. Like, that that villain is still the the biggest one. Mm. Uh, and like, yeah, like, we're going to have some people who come and go. And then, like, Kylo is even, like, sort of bad, but also not really. Like, he's kind of like a an angry teenager. <laughs> um. Because like Kylo, plan, after so. at the end of the Last Jedi, he's like doubling down on the just the evilness. Right. <laughs> like he really yeah. wants to be the bad guy. Uh, yeah. Do you think this is like JJ going like, ah, goddammit, Ryan, you killed Snoke. That was supposed to be my bad guy. Ah, oh, I don't have to come up with a new one. Actually, no, I'll just, yeah, I'll just bring <laughs> the other one back because I don't have time to introduce a new character. So like, ugh. Fine. You remember the big bad guy from the previous trilogy. I'll just I don't know if that's that. true, but I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we might be like assigning a little bit too much to all of these choices. Mm. But I, I like there's a part of me that just kinda loves the the idea that they're like making movies to like spite each other. <laughs> just be like, here. <laughs> like just kind of prove their points. Uh and also like I much, 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 much prefer um jj's take on star wars than ryan johnson's so i'm not really mad about that well ryan johnson's gonna have its own trilogy Um, yeah so yeah but that's it what's interesting though apparently is that they've they've said that they're not gonna do it right away that's gonna take a little while before they do that trilogy right and that it's gonna be i not sure if they said that like it's not going to be after this trilogy so it's like a oof dare i say a prequel but like it's not going to be following the skywalker saga if that makes sense cuz all three trilogies effectively follow the story of anakin and and the skywalker bloodline and whatever um so this new ryan johnson trilogy is not going to be in that theme so we're not going to see recurring characters and we're not going to i mean maybe a cameo here and there but you know it's not going to follow this main storyline 
So yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. I hope we kind of don't know like that it doesn't connect anywhere. That it's just like, oh yeah, like while while the Skywalkers were like having all these adventures, like this other thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like there that you can actually like maybe put it on a like time horizon, but like that it doesn't really matter for the film. Right. Like certainly, there's other heroes and other <laughs> stories happening. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Uh, I'm really, I'm really uh, stoked to see uh, that Death Star uh, thing. Like, I, I don't know if they're gonna go in it, like the inside. <laughs> but I, that whole thing. I just, hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. That'd be fun. Like, it looks so cool. Like, that's uh, you know, that's the your own like personal fantasies. I'm like, oh yeah, wouldn't it be cool if like the Millennium Falcon could, you know, fly really low or whatever? Like we had in the Force Awakens, like those scenarios um, that you just fantasize about. Like, this is kind of one. Like, yeah, what happened to that huge Death Star? Like, what happened to it? So this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. Um. The one downside again is that this is kind of a callback to the Star Destroyer in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like okay, another shot on the shot list. <laughs> it's just like literally the same between these two movies. Mm-hmm. But oh well, like this sounds cool. I hope that they actually go inside. Um, so I think that was the last shot, and then we get the reveal of the title. Yeah. Um, which is the rise of Skywalker, and we talked about it a little bit that it feels like, oh, like this is this in hinting at Ray actually being Luke's daughter. Um we hope not. I like I really have a hard time seeing this. Like it seems too obvious. Like you wouldn't yeah. have like say you wanted this to happen and be like a reveal like you wouldn't put the reveal in the title. Like it's just too in your face. Uh-huh. So I feel like this has to be some <laughs> other reason. Um, I've heard theories online that I don't really love, but this idea that there's not going to be Jedis anymore and that instead like they're going to be the Skywalkers and this, this is this new kind of generation that's free of like the religion of Jedis or whatever. Uh, it's like I kind of get that a little bit. But part of me feels like you're getting like really deep down in the weeds here of like the actual branding of the stores. Yeah. Like, are they gonna do like a logo reveal party? Like, I don't know. Like, this seems like kind <laughs> yeah. of a detail that yeah, nobody again, cares this about. Can't be the twist, like you said. It's like six cents. Bruce Willis ghost. You know, like you can't, <laughs> you can't do it. Um, I, the whole title is just it's so confusing because it's. It's not vague enough that you can just be like, oh, whatever, like, oh, the evil guys are back, you know? So, right. <laughs> but it's also, but it's it's too specific, and so yeah. you're like, why? Why? Uh, like, yeah. and it, it's not only too specific, but it's it's very. It sounds like it sounds contradictory to everything we've been seeing. Like Skywalker, it's supposed to be the downfall of Skywalker. That's yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Exactly. Like to end this. Um, because like Skywalker has been a terrible thing for for the for this universe, uh, you know, like Darth Vader in the whole Jedi promise, so whatever, whatever, um, 
that was all Skywalker. Even even Luke, sure, Luke kind of defeated the the evil Empire, but also he kind of messed up again when he tried to bring Jedi back and all. Right? It's like it's like yeah. If if there was never been a Skywalker in this universe, it would be probably a better universe <laughs> for everyone. Um, and so, except for Leia, Leia is awesome. <laughs> except for Leia, <laughs> Leia is cool. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Like in, in like, after they all, the, I guess. Leia is the only alive, uh, Skywalker who's alive uh, at this point. Um, is she going to rise up? Like she was pretty up there already. <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't understand. And, and, and so, I mean, we also know how this ends for Leia. Like, <laughs> you know. So. And also, okay. Also, even if, even if Ray is a Skywalker, and that's like one of the big reveals of this movie, and I, I really hope they don't do that. But even if they do it, Ray's rise was in the last jedi like that's when she became a jedi and like she found herself and like she became super strong like it's the rise already happened so it wouldn't even be you know this movie wouldn't even be the rise of ray so again i don't i don't know it's very confusing it's very i usually don't really look too much into the the title but this one is weird yeah yeah no this is strange um and like this uh, makes me think of something we didn't talk about um, at the beginning of the of the teaser um, is like the kind of narration by Luke in the beginning. Mm. And it's just like the most generic sentence. It's like every generation has its legend. It's like, OK, like who the hell cares about that? And it's like it totally feels like this is the Disney Corporation speaking to you directly. It's like, <laughs> look. Every trilogy will have its heroes, <laughs> and Ray is the one for this one. <laughs> like this, just like really feels like it's not bringing anything. Like it feels self-serving. Like, and who is he talking to? Like, is he talking to uh to Ray? Like, telling her like, oh, like you are the blah blah blah. Like, it's just not good dialogue. I and we're find. totally gonna have a uh, uh, Force Ghost, Luke's Force Ghost, right? He's Ugh. gonna be around, right? Pretty sure. I, yeah, the more I feel like the more these Star Wars movies go, the the worse this Force Ghosts I think are. Like it's just like it was already like a cop out to begin with. Force Ghosts actually can affect the real world with like the thunderstorms or whatever that happened that destroyed like the um you know the 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 tree with the books and everything. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that was Yoda. Yeah, like Yoda had a forest ghost. It's just like, (laughs) forest ghosts are just like the, like, it's like the the trump card where we can do whatever we want. It's like, well, right. this person's this well, this person's dead. Who cares? There's a there are force ghosts, and they'll just do whatever, and then they'll just go yeah. away, and who knows what happens. You want to like, get the emotional impact of killing off a character, but you kind of still want to use that character. <laughs> yeah, basically, it. <laughs> it's just too permissive. Like there needs, I need here. This is what I demand. Like I demand rules. Like there needs to be <laughs> specific rules. For when they're allowed to be there, how they can interact with the world, and like you can't just like change the rules with every single movie, like whenever you need it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not that into the Forest Ghosts personally. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. So, how do you feel? What are your thoughts generally on this teaser? It got me pumped 
Uh, but it, like, I am getting not tired of Star, of Star Wars, but like, it's losing its magic. It's been around already for like we had a lot of Star Wars movies in a very short period, um, and I think Disney agrees with me because they already announced that they're gonna you know take it slow. Um, so like, I am really excited for this movie. Uh, but I'm also kind of glad that it's the last one. Like, okay, I'm I'm ready to close this saga and move on uh, for a little while. <laughs> um, I think JJ is probably a better uh, director for this trilogy than Ryan was. Um, so I'm also excited that he's back, and and I think like I I'm glad that he got to start it and finish this whole thing. And so um, I'm excited for the movie. I don't think this is a good teaser uh personally um i feel like the job of a teaser is to raise questions and like for the questions that it did raise like these are questions that i'm not interested in (laughs) are there questions that are more about like the inside baseball of how this thing happened but like the the emperor coming back it's like oh Yo, yeah, I guess, like, great, like, fantastic, like, this other character is back, like, there's just, like, not much that it feels like that I'm curious about, and if you contrast that with The Force Awakens, it's like, who the hell is this stormtrooper, like, what is he doing there, how is he taking off his helmet, like, there's, like, so many different questions that were being raised, um, and I thought, like, that was an incredible teaser, but, Mm -hmm. uh, with this, it's like, it kind of feels like, you know, <coughs> all the stuff that I would expect. Like, I could, I'm sure, like, I could have told you before, like, if you were, were to ask me, okay, what's going to be in the teaser? I was like, well, you're going to get a cool shot of someone with a lightsaber, like, doing something. <laughs> you're going to get a, some kind of ship on a planet, because JJ somehow really loves doing that. <laughs> you're going to get, you know, like, we have all the standard shots like you're gonna get Mm -hmm. a shot of leia for sure um so i'd say like the one thing that surprised me was um the shot of lando um so that was the biggest surprise and then the name i guess is kind of a question like it like i gotta hand it to it like that rise of skywalker for this trailer doesn't feel right and so this is like something that's really puzzling so i will give it that but generally i just i just felt like it was like Okay, like I gave it the passing grade, like six out of ten probably would be like how I would rate it. I think this is an okay teaser, uh, but all the things you mentioned, I think that's that's what makes a trailer. Like a trailer is to tell you about the story, what this movie is going to be about, and like to also get you excited about it, but like hopefully you know make you want to go see it. But that's like introducing you know the story and what this movie is about. A teaser, I think, is just get people pumped up. And that's why, like, you get you have no plot in this teaser. You know nothing. You just know, oh, these characters are back, and look at that cool backflip. Uh, that looks super cool. Uh, and I think, I think that is the point. I think, um, and so, like, the, yeah, I'll just wait for the trailer. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. In my in my opinion, it was like um, the teaser is raise a bunch of questions where I'm like holy shit what is that what happened like i need to know about this and then the the trailer is spoiling a bunch of things as many things as possible of the movie to like 
entice people to want to go it, do, go see it, but they've seen all the good parts because they're all in the trailer. <laughs> That's kind of like my, um, I don't know, pessimistic take on the trailers. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so I think we've pretty much covered it. Um, I'm still going to go see it for sure. Like, right. And by the way, I'm just um, comparing and it And I'm to... excited about JJ coming back. Like, I love The Force Awakens. This was, like, obviously my favorite of the two uh, from this trilogy. But also, I like this movie better than um, Rogue One. And I also liked it better than Solo. So I'm mm-hmm. um, kind of excited for JJ to come back. Uh, I, I was just comparing it now real quick with uh, The Force Awakens teaser and trailer. And so The Force Awakens teaser was, like... Um, Cool shots of the Millennium Falcon. Uh, you have the, the masked, like dark black robe guy with the lightsaber. Like at this point, you haven't heard from him. You can't see his mask even. Just see the lightsaber, uh, and you get like Ray and whatever, and you get like some some of the original um, cast, and that was it. You know nothing. And then the trailer is like voiceover introducing ray she's alone in this planet she is no one introducing the the first order does this plan this, this bad guy with this motivation he wants to finish what he started uh you know then you get all the motivation in the right plot. so i think it's i think it still works yeah, i think it still okay. works all right <laughs> anyway fair enough, fair enough. Cool, cool, uh, my cool, last cool, question cool. my last question for you would be are you gonna watch the trailer oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I am. I can't. Yeah, I. I don't think I care enough. It's oh man, it's terrible. Like yeah, I maybe that's it. I don't care enough that I really want to like save all the surprises and like I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm not that excited about it that I don't want to watch trailers, which seems backwards. But no, I think I kind of agree with you. <laughs> Um, they were saying on Hello Internet that this is kind of the last one we have to care about. <laughs> um, but all of our patience is kind of like starting to run down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm also probably gonna watch it, and we're gonna talk about it. Be sure of that. Mm-hmm.